What is up, everyone? Welcome back to the latest episode of the Athlete Special. This episode was very chill. I'm listening back. Um, me and Spencer both have a very relaxed tonality. So maybe listen to this before you go to bed. Um, listen to it to calm down and get in our heads a little bit. I wanted to put this little portion in front of everything just to let everyone know that the athletespecial.com, yes, that's right, the athletespecial.com is now up and running. And, you know, no merch out yet, obviously. But if you sign up for the email list there, we're going to be doing some sick giveaways where you can get some sick Athlete Special merch, um, some new stuff that you guys haven't seen yet. And um, overall, it should be really exciting. So go to theathletespecial.com and sign up, get on the newsletter, and um, yeah, that's it. See you guys. What is up, everyone? Welcome back to the 11th episode of the Athlete Special Podcast. We are currently in D.C. Won't even lie, we recorded all the last three podcasts relatively in the same time frame. And now we're about to go home. Um, won't drop the date, but Spencer's going home. Um, and I'm going to follow him basically up I-95 probably. Probably even pass him at some point. Yeah, guys, we're going home for Thanksgiving. I'm excited to see my family. It's been like two and a half months. Uh since I've been home in Connecticut, so looking forward to just, you know, relaxing with them, hanging out with them. But uh, yeah, no, Ray has been here for the last couple days. Uh, we've had a fun time together, um, but Ray did just lose his AirPod. Yeah, I did just lose my AirPod. It was a little unfortunate, but you know, shit happens. Uh, AirPods are the greatest invention of all time. I'm not sure if you've tried them yet. I, I don't have a pair of AirPods, but seeing how upset you are with losing it, and like, I know Laram has a pair, I know a lot of other people have pairs of AirPods, and everyone says they're low-key, like, life-changing. Yeah, yeah they the, change really the game. the best invention to ever, I think they're like the best Apple invention, and that's like a sales line they use. Like, they tell everyone, like, this is the best invention since the iPhone, and it's genuinely true. It might honestly be even better than the iPhone. Yeah, I, I think that the AirPods are, like, the best uh, product for, like, listening to music on the go or listening to stuff on the go. But if you're, we're talking strictly sound quality, I definitely think that the Bose headphones are, like, the best for that, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you need to put on, like, put in a pair of AirPods to, like, understand, like, what's so great about them, like... Like, you don't realize how much of a hassle syncing your bows up to your phone is every time until you get a pair of AirPods. How, how do the AirPods work? I don't know. I would tell you if I didn't lose one. <laughs> I mean, you literally just do have them in my pocket right now, yeah. Like here. But here. everyone says that they're kind of, like, weighted. Okay. I have... Ray has one. So, just put it in my ear right now. Um, if the, the weird part with the AirPod is that it feels like I could definitely run click right there yeah i run in them all the time and you don't they don't fall out at all no like i that's why i get pissed off whenever i lose them because literally they just stay right here like it stays right here like i can do no matter what i can put it over my ear or i can put it in my ear and it just stays i mean it feels really light and portable too which is if you double click it like double hit like hit it like that i just double hit it oh wow turned on siri yeah that's crazy and then I feel like the better you get at this type of product, the easier it is to use, obviously, and the more you can do with it. Because yeah. I wouldn't know to like 
double tap it. Yeah, obviously. You set that up, though. You can, like, choose. Yeah. But anyways, AirPods are, are crazy. It's, like, I don't know. It's becoming, like, only a flex piece now, which is, like, kind of weird. Like, I, I figured that out when, um, there's, like, a, <laughs> does your town have, um, like, a collective group chat that all the parents are in, basically? Uh, it's on Facebook. It's yeah, called Wilton411. Yeah. yeah. Ours is called OB Parents. And some lady was like, my son lost his AirPods. And someone was like, well, why don't you just ping them? And the lady was like, well, he has like a Galaxy, so he can't really do that. <laughs> and it's like, you know what I mean? It's like, why have AirPods if you have like a Galaxy? Just get like those other that's, ones yeah, that sync up. That's so true. Uh, and honestly, like there's so many good, because like all I do is like I sell stuff from China to people in America, but like on the internet, like that's like what I do um, all the time. And I've, like, got in some AirPod reps, and, like, they're literally the same. Like, to the point where it's, like, if it didn't come up so stupid on your phone, um, I would literally just use those. But they're even making AirPods from China that come up the same way the AirPods do come up. Really? Yeah. And they're kind of just, are they scams, or are they, like, the same thing? I mean, they're scams. I, like, I, like, they're not exactly from Apple, obviously, yeah. but, I mean, they're, the technology is, like, so close, and that's what just happens when you have such a stellar product out for so long. What do you think about uh, listening to music, like, with AirPods on while driving? Do you ever do that or no? Yeah, I do that sometimes, but that's because my car radio is so bad. I have a really crappy car radio as well. I'm, like, too scared to put on my Bose, though, and it's too soundproof. And sometimes, I mean, I like to listen to, like, some podcasts that are, like, audio-based, like that one I told you about, Edge yeah. of Sleep. Listen to Edge of Sleep. I might even make you listen to that before we leave, just because it's so crazy, but if you listen to Edge of Sleep and the Bose, you'll realize exactly, like, what I'm talking about and just how crazy it is. LOL, guys. We just turned on the turned off the pod for, like, Five minutes, Ray uh, put on, what's it called? Edge of Sleep? Edge of Sleep. It's it's like, I put it on on uh, my Bose or some pair of Ray's Sony headphones, which are almost just as nice. And it literally sounds like like a audio movie. That doesn't even make sense, but no, that's no, like what it it's is. Like an, it's like an audio book, but like, but like a movie. It was, it, it's, it was like an ear orgasm. <laughs> It's it's weird. It, it was really interesting though. So if you're ever interested in listening to that type of podcast, that's that is a podcast. Yeah, it's a podcast on Apple. It's um, it's a short listen. It's only like eight episodes. It's scary as hell. So if you get scared easily, don't listen to it. Like you heard how creepy it sounded. Yeah, right? yeah. I the first time I listened to that, I was driving like through the woods, and I just had to turn it off. <laughs> yeah. It was really weird. Yeah. Um. Anyway, guys, while we were also listening to Edge of Sleep, um. We, I was on my Instagram, and I saw that I was tagged in a photo uh, of a couple guys wearing athlete special shirts at the NCAA meet, and I was really confused, because I've, I've done giveaways in the past, um, and not many, and I, have, I only have like six or seven sweatshirts total. In existence? Yeah, literally in existence, and then, so Ray like zoomed in the picture, and he was like, dude, that's not even the same logo. It's a little bit different. So these kids just went out of their own way and customing a couple athlete special sweatshirts. So for those of you listening at home, first of all, 
shout out shout out in a bad way to the kids who did that because I'm, I'm not happy about it uh i don't know what to think really i think it, it's it's weird because we were just talking about it for a little bit and like my first intuition is like if some because once again like i do the internet stuff i make websites and if someone like were to copy like my internet stuff i would actually sue them i would sue them and i would file for the dmca to take it down but obviously this is like kind of a positive thing I in a way because you know you don't really put your merch out and it's almost like uh what's the quote it's like uh, they're like promoting it for me I guess yeah yeah but uh, imitation is the highest form of flattery yeah yeah in a way so I don't know I don't know no I mean I, I it's it wasn't I'm not mad at the kids from like you know a fan perspective like that's that's really cool that like there are people out there who like the videos enough to like legit go out of their way, go on, I'm assuming it was Custom Inc. or one of those websites, and make their own sweatshirts for themselves. That's, that's like a dedicated fan. The only, I guess, issue is that, like, I, it, I guess it is sort of taking away, like, from uh, just, like, future shirts and stuff, and I don't want that to become a bigger problem. I didn't think I was, I genuinely didn't think I was big enough for anyone to go out of their way and make their own sweatshirts. So that's where I kind of feel like it's cool, but at the same time, it's like, shoot, like, those kids are able to do that so easily, like, I need to, you know, get this thing uh, copyrighted pretty, or trademarked. Uh, I mean, not even that, I, I think it's, like, more so a problem of, um, like, <laughs> that's the type of thing that NCA will look at and just be like, oh, clearly selling merch, look at all these people. Are, I mean, NCA doesn't really care about small fish, Yeah, they care about, like, Zion, yeah, I don't care about. No, that that is a good point though. Like, it's stupid because it's like, I've held off on selling merch for a long time. I could, like I could, and like if people see those kids with their merch, it's like they think that I'm just low key selling it under the table. And it's like, yeah. no, I'm not breaking any rules. But like, it's it's almost like I might as well just be selling merch now because like yeah. those kids are just already kind of taking away from like. Well, listen, what they paid to make that merch is what you probably would have just charged anyways. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like the, the money is funneling somewhere else, which it, I mean, it, I, I don't know. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like someone, someone is profiting off of it, you know? Yeah. Like, that, fuck. Custom Inc. is like getting money off of the athlete special. Yeah. Te technically, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's like almost like a inverse NCA violation. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. You know, you're very right about it's, that. It's, I don't think it's a technically a violation. Well, I just see it as like, okay, if those kids can go make merch and give it to their friends, even if they're not selling it, what, what's the difference between like, why can't my sister just do that and sell it? You know? You're still technically profiting, because you're gonna your you, your sister's not gonna give you any of that money. <laughs> but I mean, obviously she's going to when it's when I'm out of the NCAA. But like, why you know, why can't we just say she's I've not been, until it's over? You I've know? been really curious about these NCAA rules because I've been looking into it and I was wondering. Um, well, here let me let me preface it like where I got the idea from. Um, you know, there's been this massive push to legalize marijuana in the United States mm -hmm. and DC's always been this outlier in a weird way because it's legal but with like certain workarounds mm -hmm. so basically people pay are paying for it but they're donating like it basically you buy a shirt 
and then it's like you get yeah you get a gift of you weed. get a gift of weed right yeah, yeah. so I was wondering I was like can you do that in the, with the NCAA like or is I'm it, sure I is can. it is like, it like like donate but like it's like if you donate like like. I don't know. Like, if you... Some way... You know what I'm saying, though. I think you're saying, like, if I donated, like... If you made, like, a GoFundMe and it's, like, if you donate... Because you can make GoFundMes for the NCAA. Can make go, you can make GoFundMes for the NCAA. I didn't even know that. It's, like, and it, maybe it's a side gift. It's, like, you get a athlete special hoodie. You can actually do that. I know you can do that. Oh, I see. So, they... So, it's basically people... If people donate like fifteen dollars to the athlete special in a GoFundMe. They get a t-shirt. I could like quote unquote I mean I gift, gift them, them a t-shirt. A t-shirt. I'm not I'm not <laughs> I'm not selling a t-shirt to them. They're donating to the athlete special and I'm just yeah gifting them a t-shirt. Which may help with your living costs. Yeah, okay. That's I, I'm I actually mean, I'm actually really serious though, because the NCA just recently because there was a big problem where people in the NCA where having GoFundMe's like, and this is like for like their parents or some shit, like 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 their parents might have passed and they needed uh, money for funeral costs, mm-hmm. and like the NCA was like, no, like you can't do that because it's like you're using your name and image to pro like profit. Yeah, and they they really like they realized that that's just fucked up, and they said, okay, no, you can do use crowdfunding to get money. Yeah, that's something you should definitely look into. Yeah, I mean. That's there's there's all these little loopholes and stuff and like things I can do like that. And I'm just, I mean, at this point I've got literally one semester left of college. So yeah. I'm probably not going to do that. Even though I, oh, no, I, I've just been thinking about it for so long on, on how people can get around those things. Yeah. I mean, and it would for like younger kids, uh, and take notes in the NCAA, like if you're like an up and coming YouTuber or up and coming, just athlete, in a sport that makes a lot of money, then... I mean, in a couple of years, it'll just be okay. Yeah. 2021, it's going to be fine. Dude, but people are going to be balling. I know. Those <laughs> certain athletes are literally going to be, like, driving around, it's, like, Mercedes and It's shit. just... It's funny, because, like, I... Everyone always talks about, like, oh, the NCAA rule with you can't make money um, and how it affects me as a YouTuber. Like, I'm, like, the, this, the 0.01% of, like... People. I'm in like a really weird situation because like running is the least profitable profitable sport at the NCAA level. So even when like athletes are going to be able to profit, no runners besides anyone who's a YouTuber like myself is going to actually make money. This whole rule change has like people think it has to do with like helping people like me. The rule change has nothing to do with YouTubers. It has everything to do with fo- football players yeah. and basketball players. So I'm I'm genuinely interested to see like dude are these football players and basketball players uh gonna be like actually balling out like are they gonna be making a, like a million dollars in college I guarantee there's gonna be a couple I guess I guarantee if you get another Zion like they'll be able to I'm like pulling something crazy because like how many followers does Zion have on yeah exactly exactly dude, like, I have like thirteen thousand like these kids have like two point five million think about it like this it is so lucrative for Bronny James Jr. Yeah, to go NCAA to, now. to the NCAA now because I mean he has like two mil I think. Yeah. Oh, my account was compromised. Yeah. My Instagram account was compromised. That's weird. That's <sighs> just Ray's having a bad day, you guys. Stupid man. <laughs> uh, I've been getting hacked a lot, man. I one time I uh, logged into my YouTube channel or whatever, 
and a notification came, or I got an email saying that someone had logged into my like YouTube channel. So I immediately changed my password because I was like freaking out that someone was trying to hack in. And then um, like two days later, Dylan Scarsoni, he's he's a guy who edits <laughs> a couple of my videos here and there. Uh, he might be listening in. Shout out if you are. He like texted me like, shoot, man, did you like change your password? I can't get into the account. And I was like, Cause he's yeah, dude. And he was no, he, he wasn't editing or doing anything. He just wanted to check my analytics. And he hadn't logged into my account for four months and thought it was okay to just log in on a dime. Because I'd, I'd like saved my user and password. Yeah. So he just logged in on his own to check my stats. And then like, obviously I'm going to get a notification saying like, you know, like a random like IP address just logged into your account. So I obviously changed my password, but then Scone's still texting me and saying like, hey man, did you change the password? I can't get into the account. And I was like, dude, of course I did. Why would you go into the account without telling me? That's it's funny. just classic Scarsoni. I don't even know why I told that story. It's <laughs> no, just no, funny. no, it's funny. It is classic Scarsoni, but it's funny that they were able to catch that because the difference in location, like if you're, that is true. If you're Google, like your AI has to be so advanced to to catch that because you guys literally are within like a mile proximity of each other maybe yeah a mile i don't know if it has to do with it as well but i do you think that if well probably sent you the 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 text notification or something i will i i think that like i might have higher security on like the athlete special email because I, i might even have like a double check security system because like I don't want to like that. That would be really terrible if I got hacked. Dude. Yeah. Someone just deletes all your videos. Can you like get that stuff back? No, there was um. See, and this is why someone should sponsor us because right now we could mention NordVPN or something dumb like that. You know when they do that, <laughs> yeah. that'd be so funny. <laughs> but um, um, no. I mean, I remember there was like a time, like I think it was a year ago, when all the auto like the car YouTubers were getting hacked. Yeah. And like I think what ended up happening was like they all just like they literally froze just a bunch of accounts. Okay. Like so YouTube they, did. Yeah. So they couldn't do anything else. Yeah. yeah, no, that that type of stuff scares me because like you delete my videos. You don't have them anywhere, right? No. Hard saved. You should no. definitely do that. I've got some somewhere, but for the most part, I mean guys, like I always say, I I'm working with well now I'm working with a pretty nice camera, my Canon G seven X. Um but I'm still working with iMovie and like a pretty old MacBook Pro. No, it's an Air. Oh yeah, pretty right. You have an Air, right? I. You have a you have a thirteen. Like a it might be a Slim Pro. No, you have a thirteen inch Air. Yeah. Okay, MacBook Air. I don't know if that matters then, but it has a lot less processing power than the Pro. So like, like I'm I, surprised you're able to edit I, videos because I have trouble editing videos on dude, this. Okay. And this has sixteen gigabytes of RAM. Like this has like <laughs> oh so mine much. has like five. Yeah. Dude, so every time I upload a video, every time I upload a video, my computer basically like gets really, really Angry. laggy and starts to crash. So I have to delete every single photo slash video that I just like had. I have to go to my iMovie folder and then de- like render the files and delete all that stuff mm-hmm. uh, just to get all like the memory back. And actually this summer I made the decision that I was going to... Um, use a better editing software so i downloaded i bought and downloaded um what are what what's the other good premiere pro premiere or sony vegas premiere sony I, vegas I got, I got premiere it was like 80 bucks 
Yeah. And the moment I downloaded it, I opened it up, computer just crashed immediately. Yeah, you definitely cannot run Premiere. I tried using it, literally, oh. I opened up the application, it mm -hmm. crashed immediately, and I had to deinstall it or whatever, so yeah. now I just don't have, like, I can't, Dude. until I get, like, a stationary PC computer or something, like, a better you, setup. I mean, you don't need stationary, you just need more processing power. Yeah. And, like, more RAM and all that stuff. And, I mean, Ray was talking a little bit to me about how, uh, I don't know what the, uh, the people listening into this podcast think about it, but perhaps hiring just an editor to uh, help crank out more consistent, uh, you know, content. content. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you have anything to say about that. or. I mean, I think um, it's a numbers game, baby. Yeah. I think, I think everything's a numbers game, and I think that, like, there's obviously, like, you know that you're not doing the most. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And... The growth has been consistent for you. I mean, obviously, when you get, like, a viral video that, like, skyrockets it, but the growth has been, like, pretty consistent. Yeah. I, I guess to touch on that, like, I, I I personally am not, like, the most interested in coming up with, like, a viral video such as, like, I don't know if you guys know Nick Simmons' YouTube channel. Th those videos don't interest me, but, like... I need to start making more like that because it does help growth a lot. He's Nick Simmons is say what you elite. want about Nick Simmons. I think he's, he's I think elite. he's actually knows what he's doing. Like he's, he's, he's a, a YouTube elite. He's a high class YouTuber. He he's very good. Zach Levitt's really good. Those guys just know how to pump out content in a way that's going to get more views. And it's not like there's nothing wrong with saying that. And there's nothing wrong with doing that. Yeah. They're just smarter about targeting to like a wider audience. This cross country season, I was really I kept my uh, my videos very like kosher, I guess kosher and <laughs> just very like targeted towards like the audience I have, and yeah. I didn't really target it at all towards like a bigger audience. So I've only really organically grown about another ten thousand subscribers. But the I I find that if I post a video, it's gonna get like twenty to twenty five thousand views every time. And that to me is cool because it's like, okay, like, I know that there's about 25,000 people who are going to consistently watch every video I post, but you should have gone the flip. I, I, I'm not, I, eventually I'm going to have to do a video, like, you know, do more of those Elliot Kipchoge, like eating 17 bananas and then running a, a mile. Yeah. Yeah. Like silly little videos like that, you know, sell out video. They're not sell out videos. I shouldn't say that. I mean, listen, it. They're sellout relative to how you built your brand thus far. And when you built your brand on breaking world records in hiking shoes or, yeah, you know, it doesn't dilute your brand at all because that's who you are. But for someone like you who, who has been, you're, you know, you've carved out your space. You are the, a running YouTuber, track workouts. Yeah, then it dilutes the brand a little bit. But to a lot of people, that might even be more interesting. So it's not really, you know, dilute, yeah, diluting. Yeah, I, I definitely think I've found over the... Uh, you know, the last year or so, just a way to, like, make my content more concise. I keep my videos, like, decently, like, short, but, like, maybe ten, nine or ten minutes. Um, I don't try to do too many talking spiels anymore. Uh, but, yeah, no, I, I, I think that, like, we're still working on trying to find ways that we can really grow the channel in a way that, like, gets me excited um 
but it, it's like a working process. I mean, you're one super viral video away from, you know, like doubling. I know it's crazy because all, all it takes is just one video getting like five hundred thousand subscribe uh, views, and then you'll gain like another thirty or forty subs thousand subscribers. Yeah. Um, so I mean, it is numbers, but at the same time, how's your social blade looking? So social blade kind of got messed up. Uh, uh, what is that? I you know I've been looking at social blades so, and they've been a little so bit YouTube, wonky. YouTube uh, basically ruined social blade. So. Uh, in mid-October, uh, YouTube stopped publicly posting, how, like, the amount of subscribers the you have. The exact amount. They only do it by every 100 now. Yeah. So, Social Blade can only go off of that number. So, like, I can't see if I gain, like, 80 subscribers in one day. It'll just say zero. But then maybe the next day it'll say, like, 200. Because maybe one day I get 80 and the next day I get, like, 130. Yeah. So, it's just not that accurate. My Social Blade's fine, though. Um, I, I, I was telling Ray yesterday... Uh, the the NCAA meet was, you know, about a little less than a week away or a, a week ago, and um, it was the first meet I I went to in a long time that was like that high profile of a meet. Uh, probably the last time I went to a meet like that big was sometime in track season last year, and my channel had about like fifteen or twenty k subscribers at the time, and you know, I thought that that was a lot. It felt like a lot. But now I'm at like 38,000 and I don't feel like that's like any different in like the amount of people just because the way your mind works, like you get to like 20,000 then like it feels the same until you hit 50. Until you probably hit, yeah, until you probably hit 50 and then but 50 like, to 100 and then 100 to probably like 2 or 3. I then it because the increments just get yeah. bigger, million to a million. So, so I guess like the channel like has doubled in size since the last time I I was at a big meet and like I was a little bit overwhelmed honestly. Like there were so many people like excited to see me and talk to me and cheer me on mm. during that race. Uh, that like, it just, it was a reminder, like, shoot, dude, like it is all about numbers, but like, I oftentimes forget what numbers mean. Yeah. You know, like when I'm looking at video stats, I'm like, oh, awesome. This video got 45,000 views. So, yeah, I agree with that. But it's like, dude, that's 45,000 people. You that's, never, like, that's what I think about even on like the smaller scale when like, yeah, I mean, even with the podcast, 400 people listening well, in on this 700 was the last one. Yeah. So it's like there's 700 people <laughs> listening to this right now, and that's yeah, that's fucking really weird. <laughs> it's really weird. Yeah. Like I imagine mean, right now, just <laughs> and this is intimate too. This is like this is not the athlete special. At this all. is like Ray uh, we and Spencer once again haven't talked about running and once yet. And I think that that's sort of just the direction that this podcast is. Going yeah, to I, I, I like it. I, this is like a way for me to kind of have an out about running and like rant about stuff in the running world and like just be myself and where I might not be myself all the time in my videos at least I feel like I can be like true to like th like I know the, the people listening to the podcast are the like actual days yeah years. like you know yeah. they, I mean we're at like 25 minutes in right now I mean this is a while to lock to listen to people you don't you're not interested in you know yeah exactly <laughs> so I don't know I think it's 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 just cool now, have you ever thought about doing like because going off what you were saying before at um NCAAs have you ever thought about doing maybe like a meetup so yeah um 
quickly I'll say that I I would I would like to do a meetup for sure, but it really like at a meet. No, 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 no. Like, okay. Like, right, like even right now, like what I was just thinking, I'm like, well, like Spencer's about to drive back to Connecticut. Yeah. And obviously, um, I mean, going off like the, I haven't looked at your YouTube analytics in a while, but going off like podcast analytics, like the top states were like, what, Illinois, New York, you drive through New York and you say, Hey, like I'm going to be at the hard rock cafe or something. Yeah. Like, like like, I'm going to be at blank Y mall in little whatever um in the next like two hours and maybe you just go for like 30 minutes if anyone even shows up you know i would say definitely no to that really because i unless i am just wrong i don't think that i'm actually big enough to like be at a completely non-running event and just like being in the middle of new york city and like anyone showing out maybe i'm wrong you'd be surprised maybe that that I think I'm, if you gave people like two days notice and you said I'm gonna be here and it's like within an hour drive, two, two days, like, yeah, up. I wouldn't two hours. I don't think anyone would show up. Yeah, if I was given two days, then yeah, um, I would be interested in doing that. The only so the reason I was saying, for me, I've always thought of like the best opportunity for me to do a meetup would be like at a meet. Yeah, but be- then that compromises. It doesn't compromise the meet, but it's like well, I I don't like. I think you guys listening should know and would definitely like somewhat agree that like as an athlete I don't I'm it's not me trying to be rude or anything I I don't want to be in like the meet and greet type of mood before I before I were to raise yeah and that's what like, I'm saying you're just doing it at like some random no world. no I know <laughs> but like after I'm saying like the ultimate like best op- like best case scenario for me would be like i have a good race you know where you should go where nxr at Bowden, which is going to be this weekend that's that's a that's really a good, good idea. idea and you know my dad has been telling me i should totally be going to these high school you meets. should definitely go to Bowden and do it show Bowden. show the support to the runners out there um and uh, at the same time, like that's 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 where everyone is already, so they don't have to go out of their way too much yeah. for the meetup. I mean, that's it's a good idea, seriously. I mean, listen, you'll know if it will if it had happened, and it's good marketing, dude. I think you should go to Bowdoin. My dad was saying I should go, and like it might be have awkward. like have like sample T-shirts. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, he said eventually when I'm out of college, I should go to these meetings. I feel like they might sell, kick you out <laughs> and sell T-shirts to kids. I, I feel like it's a little bit weird and it's a little bit like I feel, buy my merch, buy it. I think you just go and you just say hi and people take pictures with you or something after their race. Yeah, I, and I feel horrible because I see like, especially at the NCAA meet, like there was so dude, there were like I'm not even gonna lie, there's. So why don't you, I, I, there's so many people, but why don't you think people would go to some random place near them to like, I don't know. No, I don't I'm just, I, I'm just saying, I feel bad that like, I'm sure no one was expecting there to be a meet and greet at NCAAs, but at the same time, like a lot of these people showed up to the meet to see me and like, I wasn't necessarily in like the meet and greet mood like and i ran pretty shitty so yeah. like I, I just feel you know what i'm saying like I, you feel yeah, bad well, when you're at a meet with like literally there's I think th- like there were more people at the ncaa meet to see me than any other athlete and like sure that sounds a little bit like i'm gassing myself yeah but that's what, just straight up what a, a narcissistic asshole <laughs> you suck <Yeah>. bro <laughs> i mean 
Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I, 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 no, I'm, I'm just trying to say it like in a factual way. Like, yeah, yeah. that's a little overwhelming. And like, I just, I yeah. feel like well, I owe it to people. I, like, I feel like with track, there has to be like some president you set. Yeah. Because it's I, like, because dude, it's getting, it's I, not out of control, but it's like, I know, but any athlete, like, you know, my big thing was like in high school, I had friends who, who were significantly like bigger than me. You know, yeah, and to the point where like I would never go up to him before races just because I knew that so many people were already going up to him and yeah. trying to interact. like a Sydney McLaughlin. Type yeah, person. like like clout, clout. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah, yeah. And I feel like like people should just know that like that can not really throw off an athlete, but like it really just gets him out of the zone. You know? Yeah, totally. So that's why I mean I think with this because like this is like new ground in terms of. Like, no one's thought about this yet. No one who's built a brand, like, I mean, besides those top pro guys, you know, who's built a brand where people are going to come up on that level. And since since you're not a pro and you won't get the clout from, like, those high-level meets where they'll put you in, like, some back area where you can stretch and do all this stuff. Yeah. You know, you, you, know, you know what I'm saying? You know, I'm trying to say you're riding a lot of lines there. And yeah. that's why it's probably a little bit yeah. um, difficult but i mean people should just know like hey like maybe after this race i'll be here please don't come up to me at all during this time just because that would I, that throws people it really does even throw people yeah off. even after races i feel bad because it's like dude you know how it feels like right after a race whether it's good or bad you're just tired and you just like you just like want to get your spikes off and just mm -hmm. like get out of there for a second yeah but no, I, I definitely, um, I'm going to talk to like my family a little bit. I'm, gonna, I'm honestly going to have a conversation with Bonzi because he's had to deal with people recently as well. Like after regionals, people were trying to take pictures of me and like, I'd love to do that. But Bonzi was like, yo, like you guys can't, we, like, he's still on practice hours, you know? Yeah. So I might, you're right. Maybe I should just send out, maybe get a Twitter going and just send out tweets like, yo, yeah. like I can't really talk can't to people <laughs> until like this time of day maybe yeah. i can meet you guys at this i mean because i because dude that's like what it's all about at the end of the day like it's all about interactions all with about people. Interaction. Like, but you can't compromise the race it can't compromise it, yeah, the race. yeah it can't and also can't compromise like the team exactly. dynamics and yeah you know what and I'm and i i did it as good of a job as i could at, in cross by like hiding from people at meets <laughs> because like dude i don't want to piss off the rest of our team by people coming up to us yeah 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 um because I know that other kids aren't, like, my teammates aren't going to appreciate, like, random kids coming up to them being like, hey, you're wearing Georgetown, where's the athlete George special? Spencer, yeah. You know, but um, now that it's track, at least it is a bit more individualized, so I don't feel like I'm, like, compromising, like, the team in any sort of ba bad way. Dude, it must be crazy to be, like, a ridiculous level of famous. Like, I, I was dude, watching the Billie I Eilish. I imagine what it's like. The Billie Eilish 2018 interview. Was I watching? Or 2019 interview. Mm -hmm. And it's like, how many Google search results do you have? And it's like 115 million. My God. And, like, just imagine, like, that many people. Like, like how do you even breathe? I don't know. Because you know? I am, like... Because this type of thing... I'm probably, like... I'm probably, like... A, a the million. Least, <laughs> the, the, least, the least, like, famous person that's a social media personality yeah no, i would i would right on that. gladly take that i'm you're a right on the list you're right like right there where like it's like ah people care but like no one fucking cares. i would never <laughs> say i'm famous until i had like like a million people who are invested you'd be surprised though because like once you hit like 300k it's like 
People start to recognize. I mean, you. dude, I, I was walking around on M Street a couple weeks ago, and a random kid was yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We told like, story. Yeah, yeah, and I thought we had, and then like, you just when when I start to get recognized outside of running venues when I'm just like walking around, that's when it's crazy to me. Yeah, that, that, that's when I'm like in in, wow. in in Georgetown, it's acceptable. That's yeah. in Georgetown because, like, you know, obviously, M Street, people, Georgetown. People under, yeah, they know that we're close by. They know that, like, if they saw us on the road, they know where you live. They don't know the address. Yeah. I mean, let's. <laughs> you could just go on my Strava, and that's not hard to find. So it's like the cloud. House. It's like it's like the story <laughs> we were telling last week about the rice cup. You're gonna see people just outside your fucking house. No, standing on the porch. That's you're like going, you're gonna need to get a ring, <laughs> like the neighbors. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I'm, I'm going to redact that. The neighbors don't have a ring, actually. <laughs> <laughs> but um, another thing Ray Ray pointed out like a couple of weeks ago to me, he, he texted me saying like, dude, I was just looking up the athlete special. Um, oh. And like yeah. if you type in the athlete special, the first thing that comes up as like the suggested search is the athlete special merch, merch. Yep. which is like that's really exciting to me because like, guys, I don't have like, I mean – the merch that those kids plagiarize, the merch that I have for myself and like for like my family for like presents and stuff and giveaway winners, it's really really plain merch. Like I'm yeah. I'm shocked that people are that into it. No, I, I won't lie. I think the white design is really crispy. Pe- people seem to the like, white is actual like that. The white goes really crazy. I, yeah, no, I, and that's that's like exciting because like just I don't know. It's simple. People like it and. Yeah. And I, I think that we're maybe onto something. I, I'm so, so excited to, to be like six months in advance right now, just to like get to that point where we can just kind of turn this thing into something real. Well, thank you for tuning in to this iteration of the Athlete Special Podcast. We say it every week, but we really, truly, truly, truly love you guys. It's hard to express that, obviously, via uh, strictly audio. I don't know if I'm smiling, you know, can't really tell if I'm lying, but I love you guys. Spencer loves you guys. And um, we really want you guys to be able to get some merch. So once again, go to theathletespecial.com and sign up for the newsletter. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm telling you. We're going to be doing some good merch. Spencer has some great ideas. I've seen them. I know you guys are going to freaking love them. So once again, theathletespecial.com. And this is Ray. Spencer's not here, but this is Ray signing out. See you guys next week.